It's a rare condition in this day and age. Reading a good book. <laughs> Loving a bitch. <laughs> Some people say it's even harder to find. Hey. That means it must. All I know. Being love busting out of every scene. As days go by, it's the bigger love of the family. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All I Know is Trash. I'm Jalen. I'm Ricky B. We just want to start it off because it kept in theme with our topic today. I'm going to actually try to be somewhat serious today i'm probably it's probably not it's probably not gonna happen but we're gonna talk about blackness and i guess blackness within the family so we're gonna title this episode it's gonna be black family matters that's why we did the family matters theme song or you know we we missed it all we butchered that goddamn song but that was one of the best black shows shows. on tv yeah tgif that was appointment in the 90s Friday night. Okay, so okay, in keeping, we want to do this topic because, um, not just with the whole Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Black Lives do matter. I'm gonna put that out there. They do, but we kind of want to get STEM. You know, you know the individuals that are, you know, I feel like being hunted down come from Black families. So we want to talk about. The inner structure of black families, black mothers, black fathers, individuals, because we ourselves are, in fact, black, if you didn't know. I think they knew I was black. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did not know, we are of African-American. We are both. We are of African-American. African descent. I about to say African-American descent. I am from African-American descent. I can't tell you who came from Africa in my family. Yeah, I can't. Saying. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of whiteies in my. Oh, let me not. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh shit! It's a whole bunch of car- Caucasian. Caucasians in my family tree, <laughs> especially oh my on my mother's God. side. I can't believe you said that. Uh, yeah, I have to catch my. Jay is from Mississippi. Yeah. I just want to point this out. <laughs> so he gets a pass for his behavior sometimes. I forgot they gonna come because <laughs> I had to catch myself because I was about to say honkies. <laughs> I just said it. Oh, I mean, but yeah, I'm. I do apologize. Come for me in the comments. I comfort. Just, I just want you to know we do say nigga, so you can't feel yeah, like that boy. Come for me, come for me not. But anyway, but, um, okay, let's get into it. Okay, let's talk about because this is your. This is a. This is another. I just want to explain this, too. I am a psychology major and a sociology minor, so a lot of my views on um, the family structure and family system are from a learning perspective. I am educated on the topics I like to talk about when it comes to socioeconomics and the things that make our structure so unstable. I like to say that because... I also am a little ratchet because I'm 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 just I'm a hundred I'm real I like to be honest. So my, I mean, if you listen to Lil Chat, you just can't be nothing else but ratchet. You know, Lil Chat is my nigga though. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> but anywho. Yeah. Um, 
let's we're gonna start with the black family and my my issue that i have with the black family is the perception that there are like that the black family is so broken and divided and destroyed and all this stuff now does black family have issues yes but so do all families yeah. There is not one family form, one family structure that does not have problems. Not all black families are missing a father. Not all black families have a mother. Not all black families have parents at all. You know, there we come in different shapes, sizes, and forms, and we have to accept that if we're going to band together as a community, it can't just be in tragedies. True. I hate that we support and push for the black family only when somebody gets killed. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. It takes a little boy, a little black boy to die for you to be like, oh, we need our black sons. We need to be there for our little daughters. And black men need to stand up and black women need to hold us down. And da, 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 da. That's bullshit. Yeah. We've been having issues. Yeah. Why does why? Here's my question for y'all to think about as we go through each and every aspect of this topic. Why is the black family only important in tragedy? Why is that when we succeed or when we're doing great or when we're doing well, the black family doesn't matter? True. You know, we had the Obamas. Shout out to President Barack Obama. I don't care what nobody say. I love my president. I do too. But we had this great image of a black family. And as much as we had it, nobody ever talked about how to fix the rest of our black community to mimic this family. And let me say something else. Black people shit on that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like. Go there, Jayla. Oh. Go there. Oh, they're they're a sellout. You know, they're not black. and this They ain't black enough. That ain't how. What is black enough? I've been trying to figure out my whole life. I've gone to private Catholic school my entire life because my parents. My parents chose to make sure their daughters got a quality education. Not that the Memphis public school systems weren't great. Because, I, I mean, they ain't no school system perfect. However, I have mm-hmm. highly educated friends that come from the Memphis public school system. So I'm not going disc- to discredit that. But my mama knew her daughters. Mm-hmm. She knew my temperament. She knew my personality. And she knew I probably wouldn't be the woman I am today if I had to go into public schools. She wanted me to be grounded in religion. She wanted me to be cultured. She wanted me to be able to deal with society and deal with how the world works and how it is predominantly white. Exactly. That is why my parents made sure that by any means I would be going to private school. I would be understanding a vast array of things at a young age that everybody don't get because they're not in environments where they're going to understand it. And you do not know how many times me and some of my friends had to defend our blackness because we ain't in the hood, because we ain't out selling dope, because we ain't having sex at seven, because I ain't got no kids. Well, back then I had kids, but, you know. I was 14. I didn't need to have a baby. Like, you don't know. It, It bothers me because I shouldn't have to defend my blackness because I'm educated. In the same with me. I shouldn't have to defend my black womanhood because I want to be a boss. You know what? I didn't like Nicki Minaj for the longest. Uh-huh. And I saw her do an interview and say, when I am when I boss up, I'm a bitch. When Wayne bosses up, he's just a boss. 
And I was like, you know what? I got mad respect for you because that's mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah. I shouldn't have to defend why I behave the way I do when it's acceptable for a man to perform the same way. You know what? I think we need to talk about the black woman. No, I don't know. It's because, you know, I watch, um, you know how much I love Diana Ross. That's my favorite female singer. I do love Diana. And she was, it was a Barbara Walters interview, like, I had to been 1989. And she was like, you know, she's perceived as a bitch. And she told Barbara, she was like, I get called a bitch because I have standards. And I hold that standards to everyone I work with. And she was like, if that makes me come off as as a bitch, then, then I'm, I'm going to be a bitch today. She's like, no, if she, she was like, um, if you ask Stevie or Michael or, you know, whoever was out at the time, they wouldn't be called. That's just a man, you know. That's just what he likes. He's hardworking, but let a woman do it, she's a bitch. And that's true. It bothers me so much. Mm-hmm. Because there's a black woman, and you know what? We're going to talk about black men later, but we're we moving from the family, and we're going to talk about black women real quick, y'all. Let me let me yeah, make sure talk, we yeah. stay in the lineage, and you know we are organized yeah. today. As a black woman, there is no reason why I should be stereotyped to be abrasive, angry, mm-hmm. um unstable mm-hmm. and all these other negative connotations you put on the black one a bitch like there's no reason we should be treated this way and it's mostly by black men that's the problem yeah. i tell black men all the time what you don't understand is to a white man to a mexican man to an asian man to all these other cultures i'm what you would think what you don't think is exotic i'm exotic yeah. My kinky hair, the way I straighten it and wet it and it curl up instantly, that fascinates these men. But you treat us like we're not worth your time mm-hmm. because we're trying to be your equal. That is ridiculous. There is no reason a black woman should ever have to defend not only her blackness but her womanhood because she's trying to be better. It don't make no sense. As black people, how are you going to say we need to band together when you can't even respect the sanctity that black people come from? We come from black women. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And not all black women are great. Let's be yeah. let's be clear. Everybody ain't good. You know, everybody fuck up. Let me stop. Okay. Let me stop. Talk about black <laughs> we, women. I mean, we ser- but, I mean, it's serious. It's the truth. <laughs> I know some women that I don't have a lot of respect for. Yeah. Black and white and all other types of ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Because you're just not a quality person. Yeah. However, I'm going to show you respect because of the black woman I am. Mm-hmm. You are my sister in life, in in my religious belief, in everything I feel. You are a, you my human sister, black, white, whatever. So I'm going to approach you with even a minimal of respect. And now, if you lose that, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I always make the argument in a group, y'all got it twice as hard as we do. Y'all a woman and y'all black. <laughs> I'm shouting in here. Thank you. Thank y'all you. Got it twice Thank as you. Hard. I'm sorry. This whole Black Lives Matter since it started with the whole Trayvon Martin situation. We need to support our black yeah. men. We need to take care of our black men. We need to baby. I'm a black woman. So one, I'm down because I'm black. And then I'm down because I'm a woman. You, I, I'm gonna get put down worse than you. Cause you know, to be honest, I always watch the news. I keep myself enlightened. With the whole Sandra Bland, I don't think they spent as much time on her than the men, like no. Trayvon. They didn't. I'm just being no. really honest. 
And I just feel like, because she a woman, like, yeah, I just, they didn't really give her as much coverage. Like, in the Black Lives Matter, you hear the men. And I hear it all the time. I hear Trayvon's, Eric Garner, um, um, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. I don't really. I forgot the other man. Uh, yeah, I forget. It's like, but that, even mean, though it's I, been men, but it, it has been. And it's probably sure it's been plenty of plenty women of that women. we don't even know. Hello, that's that didn't the make only the news. You point out is yeah. Sandra Bland, and that's because she was already publicly speaking out, out against, against mm-hmm. racism in America. Yeah. You found this woman got clips on Instagram and everything. Like, y'all, this is, we need to wake up. We need to, mm-hmm. she was already doing it. And now everybody want to take this stance of, oh, we need, but even still, when that happened, people were still pushing where the black man needs to. Yeah. I'm not down. I'm, I love me some black men. Oh, Jesus. I love a black man. A like black you about man. to go over to the left. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I love black men. However, I feel like we as a culture separate black men and women and make women less. And that's how we got torn apart during the Civil Rights Movement. Let me spit some history. The Women's Suffrage March, we didn't get treated as equals. This black history fact is being sponsored by McDonald's. You know Tom Jones. I'm not going to play with that. Tom Jones. But we weren't uh-huh. treated as equals. Yeah, Black women still had to march at the back of the march. We still had to fight for respect as black people, but we had to fight for respect as women because you having a million man march, you got all this stuff going on where it's like, oh, we're fighting for the black family. But it's only men we dealing with. We're only seeing men out here. Mm-hmm. You know, they everybody like thought, well, we had Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks wasn't the first black woman to get thrown on the bus and put in jail. And the I'm, first one was 14 and a mother. Yeah, like, the only on reason now. I feel like Rosa got the thing because Martin Luther King, it coincided when Martin Luther King came in town. When his, uh, you know, his... um Everything uprising. that we try to hold together, I feel like it's ripped away from us as black women. We are the backbone oftentimes. Not all the time, but oftentimes. And the ones that aren't are what is often missing a black man in their life, their fathers. You can't, I told me and my best friend, and we've talked about this, as two single mothers with great fathers, you can't expect us to accept the black man you're raising when that's not the black woman you're raising us to be. Mm-hmm. You can't expect us to be meek and passive and a yes yes man and do all these things when you're raising us to be independent, to be prepared to be alone, to mm-hmm. be uh, educated, to be a fighter, to be the strength of a household. You can't expect us to be the same and to be equals and to be able to work together in a family when you're raising us completely different. Sure. I'm... Oh. I just got on my soap about y'all. Like, oh, I had to calm down. Get up on it. Get, get, get up, up on it. it. Uh. I'm up on it. I just, I'm tired as a black woman of seeing all this stuff on social media and all this stuff. Like, let me tell you something that I find so disrespectful. And I hope, I hope that I let somebody know how disrespectful this truly is. 
I'm 21, about to be 22 years old, and I have a one-year-old daughter. I am a single mother, and in 16 days, I will have a bachelor's degree in psychology. Want to do it? It's disrespectful when you jump up on Facebook and Instagram. Ooh, I'm 25. I ain't got no kids. I'm da 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 da. But you also the same person in the club, wasting your money, stuck drinking alcohol, smoking weed, and not doing shit with your life. You have no degree and you have no goals. It's disrespectful when you try to degrade somebody for being a responsible person. You know, say what you want. I tell people all the time, I'm pro-life. Ain't no choice. Mm-hmm. You know, a person is a person, no matter how small. I was blessed with a child. You're not going to tell me that you're any better than me because you don't have one. If anything, I'm better than you because I'm a better person because of my child. I'm more responsible. I acknowledge things that I would not have acknowledged if I wasn't a mother. Mm-hmm. It's disrespectful for you to sit there and act like, oh, because I do this, I'm better. Because I haven't messed up and had yeah. a kid, I'm better. Baby, just because you took a plan B don't make you better. Yep. Just because you went to that clinic with that $500 don't make you better. Not $500. Oh, it costs like $100 to get an abortion. Really? Yeah. Well, that's the pill. Oh, okay. But you could only get that in like nine weeks. I know all the random facts. Oh, this one is like it's all crazy. Yeah, there's a time limit. But either way, you know, we you bashing a black woman. You're bashing. I saw a guy post on um on Facebook, and he was like, "Oh, I see all these women with kids, and I'm seeing folks and all these. Well, maybe my woman's out there, and we can get married and have a kid." What the hell? What was, what was your point in saying all that? Niggas need to log off. Refer to what episode is this? This is for we record. Go back to episode two. Log off. I'm sorry. Folks just put dumb shit. Like, what was your purpose? What purpose of yeah. Outside to disrespect the fact, and I know you, you come from a single mother. Mm-hmm. So you're, you better than your mama? That's basically Who raised yeah. you? And made you a college-educated mm-hmm. black man. I was like, "The f- <laughs> where does that come from?" Yeah. Don't don't disrespect people. Don't disrespect black women. When you supposed to love us so much? But I say this to go into the next topic. Don't disrespect the black man either. True. I'm all down for holding on, holding down the black man. Yeah, I am. Yeah, y'all just gotta get y'all shit together. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that. I mean, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you, but and I kind of had. I just sat down. This is just my random thinking. You know what? I think a lot of times we don't. We as black people don't know where we come from or have our own culture. And we are letting, I hate to say it, we letting these white folks in the media. And non-white. And non-white. But we letting them put on TV, radio, web, what our culture is supposed to be, Mm -hmm. or showing other uh, 
non-African-American minorities what a black man should be perceived to be. And most like most of the time, what is it? Thug. And you know what? Not everybody, not all black men are thugs. Can we go there? Mm. That's better. Mm, yeah. I mean... I like the girl. You know what? As you know, I think it goes back to this. I like a little thug. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. We serious. <laughs> but it goes back to like, oh, the black man is like this, this scary, dark, you know, Tarzan and the goddamn angry, ah, you know, oh, you know, he's dangerous. He's dangerous. Oh, beat white women and you know, I, but you know, it's just like that. I'm a, you know, me, I'm not, I'm not finna say no, you know what, let me promise him, my, my brother, okay, love my brother, dearly, he's grown up a lot, but like, when he, he likes to rap and stuff, and he likes to rap like he came out the third ward in Houston, <laughs> Texas or some shit, nigga, you came from the suburbs, we grew up in the suburbs, like, big backyard, you know, White picket fence type shit. White picket fence like shit. And oh, I've been on my own since I was sixteen. Nigga, you didn't move out the house till you was twenty. I'm just putting that business out there because he ain't gonna hear this motherfucker. <laughs> and if he do, oh he, well, oh well. <laughs> just being real, you know, like that. Then that that's my thing. Like we have to. He has to front and flodge. like he just. Like he just this thugnificent, and you know what? Not thugnificent. One of the smartest people I know, but I think he's so worried about what others think or what females think, black females, you know, because you know, kind of. And I don't want to bash like black women, but I understand y'all be wanting like you know a nigga to be thug, but also have a Harvard degree in theology in um. Also, bake um, Toll House cookies and shit, but, and, you know, just slanging it all night. Y'all be having a lot of uh, Unrealistic expectations. expectations. I'm just well, putting that out there. let me, let me. And we have the same for y'all. We be wanting y'all to bust it wide open, wearing June Cleaver pearls, and knowing how to cook gumbo that your mama made. Uh, back in the day, like we and you know what? Oh, you gotta, you gotta remember she gotta have her own degree. She her gotta own have her own, her own job, but she gotta quit and raise your kids. kids. Like, but still have her own money. Like, come on. And I, you know, I feel like it's it's like it ain't the parent. You know, some it might be the parent, but it's like it's the media. It's the culture. It's the culture. We don't. It's like you said. We don't have. We have our own culture, but we let it be taken away from us mm-hmm. and portrayed to us in a different light. Mm-hmm. I personally, I I can I can agree with you because I hear what some women say. Oh, I want this and I want that and I want this and he gotta have this many figures and he gotta have his house yeah. and car and da 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 and he can't have no kids and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like, and I just be like, well, you ain't never gonna find you a man exactly because uh, unfortunately, that ain't how black men come. And then you and then you say your girlfriend bring a nigga to the McDonald's while y'all sitting there and you like, Oh, bitch, this ain't the nigga that you was describing the other day mm-hmm. that you wanted. This the totally opposite. And it's it's crazy because we talked about this in one of my classes. I wanna say it was gender in society. Might have been violence in family. But either way, it it was you have this like I said, you have this 
you raise this black girl mm-hmm. and you tell her you need a man that's strong like your daddy mm-hmm. if you got a daddy and you need a man that's gonna provide for you and take care of you mm-hmm. but you need to be prepared for him to walk out on you because he's gonna leave and so you let this little girl out into the world and she meets this little boy that you've raised to say you are the enemy Mm-hmm. everybody's against you they want you to die yeah. they don't want you to be educated they mm-hmm. don't want you to succeed so you have to succeed mm-hmm. and they meet each other and he's just like the world is against me so what am i really here for true so he's just gonna fall into this stereotypical culture idea of what a black boy is supposed to be mm-hmm. and she's gonna be like that's the man i'm supposed to love because he's supposed to support and take care of me so that's who i'm gonna be with yeah. but He's taught that you have to focus on you because the world's against you. So mm-hmm. he leaves a family he started with a black woman. Mm-hmm. And she's prepared because she was taught that you were going to get left in the end. It's ridiculous. You're in this constant cycle. We need to raise both black men and black women to be the same. Yeah. You shouldn't tell a little black girl that you gon' you need to be strong and independent because you don't need no man. No, you do need to be strong and yeah. independent, but you need you need a a counterpart. You need a partner. You need mm-hmm. an equal. You need to tell black boys you don't have to be a thug. Don't nobody. You want to know why T? I said this in episode one. Ti is one of my favorite rappers. He became my well. He became my favorite rapper with Hurt. Ti versus Tip. But anywho. He became one of my favorite celebrities when, on his show, he packed all his kids up and took them to the neighborhood he grew up in. Mm-hmm. And he told his son, Damani, I did the things I did so you would never live here. I was a thug. I was selling drugs and shooting people and doing things that were ungodly and not right. That's not you. You grew up in the suburbs, nigga. Mm-hmm. You live in a mansion. You don't get to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get that option. He made sure his children know, dude, that's not how people want to live. That's not cool. Yeah. It's just the facts of some people's life. Mm-hmm. That's not what you need to want for. Yeah. I, I just feel like, and then this is what kills me. This is what really bothers me about black men. And it's not an issue with black men. Why are we praising black men for doing what they're supposed to do? If you go to work and you do your job, you clock in on time and you do your job and you clock out on time, they not going to give you a cookie every day for Mm -hmm. doing your damn job. Mm -hmm. So why do we sit here and act like, oh, my God, he's in his daughter's life and he's he's. He's in college, and he's he doing this. Okay, he's supposed to do that. Now, if the motherfucker build an invention, yes, let's buy him five cookies. But, but you know what? Going back to what we said, culture, environment, we ain't used to seeing that shit, which is sad. It is. You know, that's like goddamn showing us a diamond. Oh, she's in school or he's in school, you know. No pregnancy, no, you know, not in jail, you know, you know. And like, it's nothing wrong for praising somebody for being a great individual. Yeah. However, we're praising people for doing what they're supposed to do. And that goes to black women, too. Don't praise me because people, this is one thing that has bothered me since I've had my child. Mm-hmm. 
people be like, oh, you got off track, you had a baby, you did, but you graduating on time. Baby, I was going to graduate on time regardless. I just know to say, that. you wasn't off track. I, mean, just... I wasn't off track at all. I not in the time between me pledging my sorority and today. I have not once been out of school. In the time I've enrolled in MTSU, I have been in school fall, spring, and summer. Don't praise me for that. I was supposed to do that. I came yeah. to MTSU with the goal to get a degree. degree. Did I have a child? Yes. Yeah. You just busted wide open. Just... Oh, God, hell. Oh. <laughs> I ain't busted wide open. I was in a relationship. But anywho, I mean, you still shit happened. Yeah. That, why are you praising me for getting my shit together yeah. and making sure I was still on course to keep my I mean, degree? your shit was always together. It, mm, yeah. I was a little party I, animal for oh, like okay. a summer. But the, summer loving. Had me a blast. Had me a blast. Shout out to <laughs> Greece. But don't praise me for behaviors that I'm supposed to do. That bothers me. Why are we praising people for doing what they're supposed to do? Yeah, give them that clap kudos but don't act like i'm doing something special yeah i'm not women and men do it every day mm-hmm. my parents raised two daughters you and your brothers and your siblings have a great father great mothers that y'all were raised by parents period yeah you people do it every day don't act like we don't act like we have to be so uh, extraordinary. Yeah. To do greatness, that's dumb. Why, in the words of Diana Ross, what have standards? Come on. We need to have standards mm-hmm. and live up to these standards. Yep. I wish my son would think he a thug. Bitch, I'll smack the shit out you. Wait till I have. I wish Mackenzie Olivia would try to be a thought. I'm going to beat your ass. Oh, my daughter probably die right then. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would disrespect yeah. what I've given. I told somebody. I told a lot of people this, actually. The only thing that I was upset about when I got pregnant is I felt like I failed my parents. parents. Because I felt like. That wasn't the life they gave and me. And you know what? I don't think I've been on suspension. I was on suspension before. I had to sit out a year. Mm-hmm. I had to sit out a semester and a year. So I missed three semesters. Three semesters. And I felt like such a failure because I felt like I failed my daddy and my mama. And I even said, like, I don't, I don't, I didn't even, I never cry about it. But I was like sitting there, like, you know, crying, and my dad was like, and even now he pre he was like, you know, I'm proud of you because you didn't give up. Exactly. He's like, you didn't give up. My daddy, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all how I told my daddy I was pregnant. <laughs> so first of all, I told my mama first, mm-hmm. and she told me I had to tell my daddy. So she kind of we were in Murfreesboro when I told her she drove me to Memphis to tell my daddy, and I'm sitting there at the computer, and my mama sitting on the couch, and my daddy sitting on the love seat, mm-hmm. and my mama got her head down, and she just. She already told him I had something to talk to him about. So um, he's like, all right, talk. And I just break down crying. I'm just crying. I barely can speak. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have a baby. <laughs> and he went, 
okay. <laughs> right. Stops tears. Wait. <laughs> Nigga, did you hear me? Right. Like, are you okay? And all my daddy asked me was, are you finna drop out of school? Exactly. Or That's and I all. was like, no. Exactly. And he was like, then what you crying for? Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm here for you to support exactly. you to achieve long your, as your goal. Learn, long as you learn from it. That is right. Exactly. My parents were like, it's not, we're not really mad or mm-hmm. upset or disappointed in you being pregnant or you having a child. It's just, we know your life going to be hard and that's not what we wanted, wanted for, for you. you. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you're right, but unfortunately, you raised me to be able to deal with anything. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand why we can't have more black people focus on black children. Yeah. And you know what? My dad, you know, my dad didn't bash <laughs> me when I had to say that. And you know, he said, he like, stuff happened, you know. you Did you learn from it? I said, yes, dad, I did. Because, you know, he went to college back in the 70s. He left his last year to go join the army. He said that was one of the things he regretted. So he didn't he want he didn't want that for me. He wants me to have my degree. He know I that I love school. These gen eds be fucking me up. Gen eds ain't no joke. I hate that's why. Shit. But anyway, you know, he knew that's not the path for me. School is in, you know, that's for me. And you know, and it's kinda that I always had to pressure my family oh, you know, Jalen's the good one, or Jalen's going to be, you know, you know, do great things. We'll talk about that in another episode with pressure. Pre- oh, yes. Because when I tell you, <laughs> I have the exact opposite. Everybody expects me to be the failure. Failure, you see. Everybody's, my mo- my yeah. sister went to Vanderbilt, graduated, mm-hmm. really honestly graduated cum laude, and, like, well, by MTSU standards, she would have been cum laude. Vanderbilt's skill is real stupid. But, anywho... She got. She's finna graduate law school right. at UT Knox. She's finna be making bank in Nashville, like, and that's been our whole life. She's always made sure that. But my pressure is, you'll never compare to your sister. Yours is, you have to be the success. Mm-hmm. We we do that as black people. Yep. We put so much pressure on a child. Yeah. Cause it had to start when you're young. It for me, yeah. it started when I was like five. Yeah, for me too. Like, why would we do that to ourselves? Yeah. Well, we should just have these. Standards. And what they don't know, it it messes you up in the long. It messes the child up in the long run. Cause trust me, when I got a, my mom was whooping motherfuckers over ass in conduct. My mom was crazy. Yeah, the Scorpio. It's crazy. But yeah, she was whoop. You know, I couldn't bring like if I brought home a a C, it was like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? I mean, she she gave me leeway if it was math, but it was like, like you're better than this. And my dad, one of them people, I always joke like, I could have won an Academy Award. He's like, but you didn't get two. <laughs> I just, yeah, <laughs> he's just one of those people. But it's kind of like we, as you know, we should stop this. We should stop putting pressure on each other. Not in as in the family, but and as you a, don't have to have. You don't have to use pressure to have standards. Family. That's the bad yeah. part. Like, kids are going to mess up. Don't accept yeah. bad. Because kids are lying. But accept yeah. and appreciate 
greatness. Mm-hmm. Like my my grandparents, my parents never rewarded us for good grades in the sense that they ain't never gonna. You supposed to get good grades. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yeah. However, my grandparents made sure to reward with like money. Mm-hmm. My mama made sure that if we get good grades, if we want something, we can do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But she, she's not gonna directly relate it to. Being good in school, she's just she just instilled in me that when you do good academically or even in a job, that you you'll get, get rewarded you get in life. You'll yeah. get rewarded in life. You gonna get blessed. Yeah. But you have to continue to do good. Mm-hmm. She made sure those standards were there. Your parents made sure those standards were there. A lot of people have parents who make sure those standards are there. But it's this damn culture we live in as African Americans. That strips us of this standard, and we accept that shit. Yeah. I like Cardi B, but she's one of the reasons we ain't got standards. You know what? Because you make that shit look cool, and like I like I mm-hmm. like Amber Rose. I told mm-hmm. y'all I like all these people, mm-hmm. but you try like as much as you trying to show people that you're a grow, uh, you're a glow up, you're doing better. You came from nothing, and you gra- mm-hmm. you making that shit look cool. Yeah, when you really need to be telling people. This ain't what you want. This not the life you need to be living. But you know what? Cardi says that, but I think young generation, they ignore that portion yeah. of the message. But you got to remember, how you saying it to me while you throwing money and shaking, and shaking your ass. You know, it's a, it's a video where she got the little, uh, the little tassels. On her nipples. Yeah, and just over there. But you know, you come in the next match, it's like, you know, oh, don't be like me and don't look. Ain't nobody paying attention to that shit. They looking at your nipples. Yeah, they looking at you. Because you having fun. You're right. I tell people all the time, people, everybody say they want to be Greek until they become Greek. And I say it because it, and it's like this everything that glitters. I'm not glitter. fucking with it no more ever since I live with it. At first, I've, I've been on the Living fence. Living with two Greeks will make you not want to be Greek. I've been on the fence like, mm, do I want to do it? Am I really? No, I'm good. Because we be stressed out. But this is why. you That's a whole other standard. People don't know the day that I joined my sorority, mm-hmm. that label is on me for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah. And I have to live up to not only my own standards, but their standards, standards. for us because we're supposed to be black excellence. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be what kids get to look up to so they don't have to look at these mm-hmm. wretched-ass celebrities. Yep. You know, we're supposed to be that way and you still trying to figure yourself now you you still trying to live your life and now you gotta live two lives like (laughs) and it's like don't take away the standard Mm -hmm. just take away that pressure yeah like let us all be great let's build each other up let's make sure that if i'm on level four and i know 10 people are on level two Mm -hmm. i didn't pass level two i didn't pass level three how can i get you up to level four with Mm -hmm. me how can i get you how can we all get to level 10 i posted a picture of me and my homegirl i call her my army babe this is asia in the library study stop he over here lusting and shit and i put my caption was we got to see, we got to help each other achieve. Yeah. I'm graduating. She not. She graduated next year. Yeah. But it's my job as her colleague, her counterpart, her friend to make sure because I succeeded, because we're the same major and I passed those classes, I'm going to make sure you do the same. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do work for you, but I'm going to help you achieve the goal that I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. 
that to me that is black excellence that's what we need to be doing for mm-hmm. each other and we not mm-hmm. we get to a place we become successful and it's like well I got here mm-hmm. and I hate I, I ain't trying to be you know I'm not trying to be racist but we get this rich white person mentality where it's like well I got here on my own and mm-hmm. you ignore all yeah. those goddamn footsteps yeah. and stools and lift ups that you got in life you didn't get there on your yeah, own. Um, you got to lift somebody else up. Nobody somebody gets to where they are you. on their own. Exactly. I don't I don't believe in that whole I got here on <laughs> my own. You're not Patti LaBelle. You're not Michael McDonald. Why did it end this? It, they ain't get there on their own. Oh, exactly. That's the song of the week. <laughs> but, like, it just, uh, the black, and I think these generations are getting worse and worse and worse. And we all acknowledge that the generations are getting worse, but they're only getting worse because we're slowly letting those standards go mm-hmm. more and more and more. You know, in the 90s, yeah, they were still standards. 2000s, they were slacking, but they were there. But now you got 2010, and it's like, where are standards go? And you know what? Because you don't have those those grandparents or great grandparents no more. These people who you know you don't have the good times and the Jeffersons. You don't have and these, the Family Matters. Yeah, and the Cosby shows. Yeah, you don't have these images of black people helping each other and mm-hmm. making each other great. Right. And I know you mentioned the show Blackish, and I've never watched the show. Mm-hmm. Um, not by choice. I just you know I watch Netflix. Everybody should know if you watch Netflix. I like my, you know, I just do. But I've seen clips of it, and I think, you know, it's a start. Yeah. But when I was little, I didn't have to wait till 8 o'clock to see black people on TV. The Cosby Show, Family Matters, this stuff was on all day long. Mm -hmm. You got the Proud Family and that's so Raven, yeah. and even though Raven Simone Batty now, but you had this stuff and, on TV. Yeah, and Bill Cosby going to hear Good, you know, I still love Bill. Anywho, yeah. you had these images on TV so we could grow up and say, hey, um, what's her name? What? Denise. Oh, yeah. Denise went to college. I need to grow up and go to college. Mm-hmm. I'm like a different world made me like I already you know it was like a, a different world like made me want to go to college. It didn't make me want to go to college. It did. I think seeing my mama graduate with a master's degree made me want to go See, to college. See, none of my parents finished college. So. My dad didn't, mm-hmm. and my mom did before me and my sister were born. But she went back to get a master's degree mm-hmm. because she was in a dead-end job that had nothing to do with her major right. and she really wanted to grow and you know something my daddy supported her and I've talked about it with her as a, as an adult and mm-hmm. she's like you know me and your daddy had bickers and you know we are, I love your daddy that yeah. was the most support he was I'm always in his corner he's always in mine mm-hmm. he supported me when I wanted to achieve, I support right. him when he wants to achieve. Mm-hmm. That black love and black family structure is what we need. And I'm not saying my family's perfect. I am not. Yeah. I'm not saying your family's perfect. Yeah. But if we turned out the way we did, mm-hmm. they doing something right. Yeah. Even with they fuck ups. Yeah. 
So we need to look at who's doing something right. There's no reason we should be bashing the Obamas when they doing something right. They making shit happen. I'm not about to do it. Goodbye. Our black history fact of today is Harriet Tubman will now be on the $20 bill starting in 2020. Yeah, and you niggas with all these memes, <laughs> like you're not making it no better. They like, oh, they thinking this motherfucker finna come out May first. Twenty twenty, y'all. Throw, I saw some shit. Throw me them tubs, Bruh, I ain't gonna lie. The funniest meme I saw was uh, Lil Wayne like holding some money, like rearing back and he was like is that a jackson my nigga no <laughs> but i feel like that's what black people gotta be doing like um i'm gonna need tubman's on all my 20s because black people act like they ain't never had shit somebody gonna go to the bank um these don't have tubman's on them is that real is this new yeah. i need new money i need new money i remember when the new money came out my mom used to work at a bank she oh, brought it home that new hundreds I got that shit back. You did? Cause yeah, I fake. thought it was fake. I don't want this. People look at... No, it's funny. I had, like, somebody gave me a, a $10 bill from, like, 1995. And they looked at me like, this ain't motherfucking counterfeit. I'm not... I don't... Try, I ain't trying to risk it all over no $10. <laughs> not no $10. That ain't... Look, it's okay. I was like, this is real. You know the bad part? To test counterfeit money, you burn it. So if it's real, then you just wasted some money. <laughs> that make me mad, but we got off subject. We did, but, yeah. um, but y'all send us questions regarding the back black family letters. You know things you've gone through. You know situation because you know it's plenty of black stories, especially you know my friends go through things, and you know we see it, and you know you can be. I don't like the like. You can be like. The clean cut one of your family. Meanwhile, your uncle Leroy over here selling dope. Selling dope. Got and six up. baby mamas. I ain't taking care right. of none of and, his kids. And frying up baby back ribs at the cookout. You know. And pause. Let me get on my soapbox real quick. All right, get up on it. Get up uh, on it. Get, get up, up on it. Get up. So, this goes back to black men, and as y'all have heard, I am a single mother. Meaning. I am the primary caregiver and sole provider of my child. So, my child, currently at the age of one, is growing up without her biological father in her life. She has her grandpa and my good friends who will always be role models of what a black man should be. But this is something that bothers me. Just because you dealt with something as a child, don't put that on a child. Mm-hmm. It's sad that most of the situations like mine involve a black boy who can never get past the fact that he didn't have a dad. Yeah. Completely ignoring the role models that he did have. Yeah, yeah. And it's not all black boys. It's not all mm-hmm. black men because, you know, a very good friend of me and Jalen's, if you met his daddy, you would be like, now this is a good black man. This is this is a great example of a black man. 
And when you find out that he didn't, his dad didn't have a dad, you would be like, that's not possible. Yeah. Who showed him how to be such a great father then? Mm-hmm. Somebody was there. And you need to, either you need to acknowledge their presence or you need to find them. Or you know what? Matter of fact, if you a good black man, go grab you a little black boy and show him how to be a man. Yeah. Because it's ridiculous to have so many children missing out on fathers. You know, I don't understand the position my daughter is going to be in. So I have asked people who who have been in those positions. And the things they tell me are very sad to me. Because it's like, they feel like they're unloved. They feel like. What about me mm-hmm. made you not want me? They have all these feelings and emotions, and it's like, if you experienced that, why would you ever want a child to have that exactly. same feeling? Like, that, y'all, that hurts my heart. Not for my child, because my child going to be all right. <laughs> I hate to say it that way, but We going to be all right. Uh, we going to be all right. Uh, he, he will be all right. Okay, uh, okay sorry. But, Nigga like, mama. it's just, that's just... I'm not ever going to let my child feel no type of way like that. However, if she does, and if, if she doesn't, if she doesn't, there's going to be some child that's feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And it hurts my heart that that happens. I love kids. I have a passion for kids. I want to work with kids for the rest of my life. There's no reason that little black children should feel like they're not wanted, loved, or important. We always need to stress the importance of us as a people. Mm-hmm. That we should love each other and care about each other and want to see each other grow. We need to raise each other to do that. And we need to stop building our love on hate. We don't have to love each We don't have to hate other cultures and other people to love each other. That's true. Like, that's ridiculous. I hate people. Stop Black hating on each other. Matter. We need to stop Black lives matter. Black lives matter. I am an upset black woman because black lives matter. Don't tell me all lives matter. But they do. Just because I'm not going to take away the fact that black lives are what what really needs to be focused on sometimes. In a lot of situations, we have to acknowledge that black people are treated poorly. We got to realize that, acknowledge it, and put it out there. However, don't build the love and the growth and the positivity of the black culture, black people, black community, and black family off of hate for everybody else. Yeah. What 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 one of the presidents say? God bless America, and not anybody else. That's what all the presidents. <laughs> Obama ain't never said that. Who he said it? When? God bless America and everybody in it. No, God bless America and nobody else. One of the presidents said that. Oh, wanna, God bless America and nobody else. Yeah, I want to say it was like Richard Nixon or something. Well, it was some. It was that, one of them crazy that, ones. Oh, <laughs> that nigga got. <laughs> Okay, you about to have me on Actually, the Actually, you know what? It might have been the first Bush. I can't remember, but it was a God bless America and nobody else statement. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel and like. And that's why his ass didn't get reelected. Exactly. But that's what I feel like when I think about people yelling Black Lives Matter. It's, we got to focus on that, but come on now. We got to focus on just love of the human race. Yeah. Yeah, let's start with black people. But let's focus on it in general. Because black people ain't the only ones being torn apart. That's true. You know what? As you say that, and somebody, I already know somebody going, oh, well, you know, I feel like everybody, you know, well, maybe, maybe for the whites. (laughs) For the whites, you know. But, like, my, like, I feel like, you know, 
Latin Latin Latinos. I better say Latin Latin Americans. I feel like they sometimes you they look like really how who are we to look down on them? Black people do that. But let like sometimes when we, we don't want to say it, Latinos don't like us. Don't know why. Motherfucking Africans don't like, like us. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> we not the only but see, and it's the thing, we I think if it was something like minorities matter, mm-hmm. people wouldn't have nothing negative to say. No. Because that means all lives that aren't treated equally matter. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, look, it all goes about, like, the perception of the media. I'm sure you got Asians getting shot down. Well, they kind of... They get deported. They get deported. That's the thing. The other, other... Other cultures experience racism in other ways. Ways, yeah. Like, you can't deport an American. Yeah. But if I'm American, but I'm Latino and I speak Spanish, and I have all this proof, but you want to put me in, like, containment and try to deport me, mm-hmm. you can. You probably will get away with it because I speak, I'm Hispanic, I speak Spanish, I do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So somebody has to fight for my rights because yeah. I'm a, an American citizen. Yeah. I was born here. However... You might not be able to shoot me down in the street like you can a black person. Yeah. Cause where you gonna send them? They ain't African. You can't send them back yeah. to Africa. Yeah, and you know, instead of us hating on each other, y'all need to start y'all. You know what, people? Niggas will not say anything to white folks. They are so scared. They're scared. I'm. I'm just putting that out there. You will say something to us. But you won't say nothing to John over in Human Resources. John in Human Resources. I mean, check these folks' white privilege. Check anybody's privilege. Check a black person on it. You know, we have, as Americans, I'm black, but I have first world privilege. You know, if I go somewhere, oh, you don't have running water? You know, that's a first world, first, you know, first world problems, you know. Like... Check people right then and there. You won't say you'll say something to your fellow black man, but you ain't gonna say something to no white man. And if you do, you gotta remember Bring it delivery. Yeah. Don't don't be the angry, angry black person. The don't ser- be you know, the stereotypical He's not gonna combative. Who, whoever be, they are. Be the she, educated American, American. you are show and them. show them that hey, I'm better than you. My mm-hmm. favorite person in black history is W.E.B. Du Bois because he said we have to educate to overcome. We have on. to be the best to be treated as the best. We can't sit around and say, no, we deserve mm-hmm. respect because we're great. No, show them you great and take your respect with your greatness. Come on, Du Bois. I love W.E.B. Du Bois. I'm going to do like him and go renounce my citizenship and die in Africa. I'm just playing, y'all. Okay. And I like that, being an American. And on that note, we're going to end it here for this <laughs> week. <laughs> on All I Know That's is trash. trash. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Email us topics and letters at allIknowistrash at gmail.com. And I'm going to leave you with a little musical note. He can't say it, y'all. I know I can't say they know that shit. This is episode <laughs> four. Thank they you knew for that. Being a friend. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Look at me. Look at, at me. me. I am changed.
for hustlers and shit. Yeah. Good night, y'all. I'm Good done. night. Bye. <laughs>